You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think I would like to see you and my new bus friend, Prophet, have a conversation sometime. I think just, I would I think I'd just like that. See, see what would come <laughs> out of that. Because there's sometimes when, when I say things, I don't know how you make these connections in your brain that they just make absolutely no sense. And you'll get you'll get upset almost about it, about something that you think that I said. But well, maybe like, you should look inside yourself and wh- wonder why you say things that I would assume don't make any sense. Why would I say dog shit inside? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that did not You've fit said the context. weirder things. You've said weirder things. Well, that's possible. Not as weird as this guy, though. Uh, yeah. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, or you can subscribe to the live stream and join in the chat and get access to the archives and all of the other amazing things on the network. And we do have some uh, some new folks in the chat today, so welcome. Oh, well, hello there. Welcome. 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 I don't know why I'm saying that creepy like. When I start my cult, I'll have somebody at the front door that'll... Dude, I think the guy on the bus is way ahead of you with the cult starting. Seriously, it it's... Hands down, I'm trying to think of a time where I've had a crazier person on the bus, and this is saying a lot because I've... I, I attract crazy, just like you do as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why we do the show together. That's possible. Yeah. But I don't know if I can think of anyone quite as nuts as this guy. I mean, it was it was incredible, and he was just full of facts and knowledge. I, I like it when someone is that particular brand of crazy where they they absolutely one hundred percent know what they're talking about. They, like oh, you cannot sway their decision. This is how it is, and they're not going to think about it anyway oh, else. This was not a discussion. This was him letting us know what's really going on in the world, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot about what's so happening. So why don't you tell us, uh, why don't we back up a little bit and you tell us what, uh, so where, where did you meet this new friend of yours? It was uh, a couple days ago now, right? It was, it was a couple of days ago. This was actually on Friday and I was, it was Friday evening and I was getting on the bus to go, um, to go uh, do, do a couple of things. I was going to meetups with some people and I get on the bus and I'm by myself and I, I sit down, it's probably about five people on the bus and I sit down across the aisle from what appeared to be just a normal girl sitting there and then right behind her was some guy with glasses. Oh. Like no big deal. They they looked they looked like normal Portland people looking straight ahead, but as soon as I sat down, the guy across the across the aisle from me is like, "Hey man, do you got a smoke?" Greg, you failed bus test number one. If there are only five people, you can't sit next to like near anybody. Yeah, but see, I also like listening in on some. Oh, of stuff, so you're so. asking for it a little bit? Maybe, but I I usually just keep my eyes straight ahead, and so I don't I don't pay too much attention. And unfortunately, I sat down, and this guy's like, "Hey man, do you have a smoke?" And I'm like, "Uh, no, no, I don't have one for you." And which I'm going to tell anybody on the bus. Why would I be? Well, yeah, dishing out cigarettes on the bus, and so, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh man, well you don't smoke." I'm like, oh, nope, nope, don't smoke." He's like, "Oh, good for you, man. Good for you." And I'm at this point, you know, I'm thinking, "All right, well, he's just a guy. He likes to likes to chat. He's lonely. You know, he just wants to talk." Oh, to and look at you, Greg, and with a heart of gold, trying to be giving. You I'm give not, him the gift of your conversation. I'm not saying a heart of gold. I'm just saying, well, you know, whatever. I'm in a good mood. It's it's you know, been a good week. I'll uh, I'll listen to you for a minute, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's it's a good thing. Smoking's bad. And at that point, that's when he he starts um, he starts chiming. In. He's like, oh yeah, man, it really is bad. It's bad. Well, it's just like those fucking bars when they wouldn't let you smoke in there anymore. And God damn it, it's a fucking conspiracy. And just starts escalating. I just realized that our window is straight wild. to the fucking <laughs> <real> yeah. <laughs> but as soon as that started happening, because I had been kind of like looking at him, I realized. Oh shit! And so I just turned around straight forward. I'm like, "You're like, crazy." <laughs> oh, now I understand. You're nuts. You are absolutely insane. 
Like just went from zero to angry in like 10 seconds. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Like if you have the cigarette, like you don't even answer with words. Just be like, no, I'm sorry. You know, and just do it as quick as you can because the crazy is always trying to find the loophole. Oh, yeah. that's And that was that was the problem. But the thing is, though, as soon as I looked back straight ahead, um, I figured, okay, well, I'm, I'm out of this at this point. And I actually was. But, but the problem was he was already set off at that point. He was going down the road he was going to go down. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he had a lot of things to say. He informed like me what? of many different things. Will you things. tell us? Is maybe he's a prophet of sorts? Uh, maybe that's what he I has. Think. I, I think he is. A, he he might be a prophet. Did he have things that he told you that um, that you believe might come true? Well, at, at this point, he wasn't just telling me because I started looking straight ahead, and I was like, okay, this is. A, I'll disengage. Look straight ahead. Oh, gotta mess with my phone. Got a phone thing going on there, and so I'm staring straight ahead. And the the girl across the hall, the, across from me, that was in front of him, mm-hmm. she realizes it too at the same time, and she just starts looking straight ahead. And this guy, he didn't care. At that point, it didn't matter if well, we were crazy there Well, crazy doesn't give a shit. No, no there could be no gonna, people. There could be 10 people. He was going to let us know what was going on. So first of all, he's pissed off about the bars, about the, the non-smoking ban. Okay. He is mad about that, or the smoking ban. So he, does, he doesn't like that part. But this brought him back to his next point, which was when he was in the facility several, I don't know how long ago. I'm assuming facil- several years ago. Like he the- was in the facility and the fucking doctor's always fucking with him. Oh, in like the institution? Yes. a lot. There's a lot oh. of fucking involved in, in what his his descriptive terminology. Okay. So, so the fucking doctors were always fucking with him and then they'd use those goddamn leeches to put the transmitters in all of us. So that's... <laughs> he let us all know, basically, apparently doctors all over the place are using leeches to implant transmitters in us. Maybe that's why they're making healthcare more available. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So yeah. so in case anyone didn't know, according to Bus Profit, doctors are using leeches. Is that leeches. his name, Bus Profit? That's what I'm going to call okay. him, yeah. Bus all right, Profit. so number one, transmitters <clears throat> through through insects. Leeches. Through leeches. Through leeches. Doctors okay. are using leeches to implant transmitters. Now, um, you speak of healthcare because that did bring him to his next point. Okay. His next point had to do with... Uh, the leader of our country, President uh, Obama, who he described as um, a gay black man, only perhaps he used different terminology to describe him as a gay black man. Oh. He wanted to let us know the secrets of, of, of Obama's sexuality. Okay. That's, this is this what is, Bus Prophet said. This is something said. that Bus Prophet said. This is what Bu- Bus Prophet said. Okay. Yes. Yes. Obama is, is a gay uh, a gay. As we'll okay. say, he, he, he is the gay. Only instead okay. of uh, the three-letter word "gay," he used a different word. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different three-letter word. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. And so, so then we learned that, you know. And at this point, he's he's let us he let us know that for quite a while, actually, talking about about how how uh, Obama is uh, attracted to other men. And after that, I'd like to see that sexy attraction. No, I, wouldn't well, mind, I wouldn't mind putting my peepers on watching Obama be sexy with another man. Well, just uh, saying, just putting that out there. Bus prophet saying that's what's going on, and I have no <laughs> reason not to believe him. So at this point, bus prophet goes on to point number uh, point number three. Okay. Point number three has to do with another world figure in, in sorts of business figure, Bill Gates. We went from Obama to Bill Gates, and he just said, "Bill Gates is going down. It's going down. It's going down next week." It's going down next week. He's got one week to fix it, and then he's fucking going down. And this is how he was describing it. I think I could play a pretty good crazy person on the bus, too. I think you do in life. So so Bill Gates is apparently... The, the, the synopsis of it was Bill Gates is being arrested within a week. 
He has one week to clear up whatever it is that he's done. That Before Bus Bill Prophet. Gates becomes Bus, arrested. Bus Prophet knows what he did, whatever that is. And yeah, Bill Gates has one week to clear it up. Okay. So I would guess by Friday, Bill Gates will be arrested. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So there, there's that. And then finally, <laughs> his final point. <clears throat> this is my favorite one, by the way. Of who it is that Bus Prophet is upset at. Rob Thomas. I'm assuming of Matchbox 20. Who brings that so Rob, random? He saved his most anger for Rob Thomas. And in this one, I kind of agree with him. Because I can't stand Matchbox 20. Mm. <laughs> he just goes from Obama to Bill Gates to just irate at Rob Thomas. And at this point, and I did record some of this, and I'll, I'll try to see if I can get any of the audio that we can play. Because I was, I, I was secretly recording it, but I was afraid he would notice. So That's I kept having the one to angle thing you the have phone. Got to be very, yeah, very careful with the crazy. They cannot see you recording. Oh them. no! Especially after you already talked about the leeches implanting transmitters. If I'm videotaping him, then is I he would looking be at you? Because I've seen the picture of him, and he's kind of he's looking all and he has, around. Like, the shiny, like silver glasses. He's got his glasses on, and I'll, I'll get a picture here that we'll post up. So. But yeah, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas is who he saved his most hate for. And even Eloise in the chat right now is, think, is saying, I think hating Rob Thomas is the most is fair. And that's that's true. I don't... Oh, God. See, on this point, I... 18-year-old me loved this song. On this point, I agree with him the most in that he, he cannot stand, as he says, that fucking Rob Thomas is going to get his. Don't you think... That seems oddly specific. It can't be this Rod, Rob Thomas. It has to be a different I don't one. know. I don't know of any other <laughs> Rob Thomas, and I can't understand hating him. So, I mean, I'm going to say that it was this Rob Thomas. Oh, God, this is such terrible, terrible, terrible music. So, Bus Prophet hates Rob Thomas. Bus Prophet hates Rob Thomas, and he said most likely... I don't think he was saying he was going to do it, but he was predicting how Rob Thomas was going to meet his end in that uh, someone was going to shoot a rocket through his uh, throat. What? This is what Bus you Prophet didn't tell said. Me that part. This is what Bus Prophet said was going to happen. Now he didn't say he was going to do it, but he said that's how that's how it's going to happen. So much like he knows Bill Gates is going to jail, he apparently knows how. Rob, Rob Thomas. Thomas is going to die with a rocket through his throat. Rocket through his throat. Which leads me even more to believe that he was talking about this Rob Thomas. Now, is this something... Did you kind of sit there and think about this? But were you like... I guess it isn't really your responsibility. Could the <clears> bus driver <throat> hear him talking? Well, yeah. The bus driver could hear him. And, and even on the recording I have, the bus driver's like, Be quiet. Quiet <laughs> down back there. Be quiet. And he didn't say that he was going to do it. And I highly, highly doubt this man is capable of much more than riding the bus. Uh, let alone... And bumming smokes. And bumming smokes. Making declarations. Yes, and making wow, declarations. Wow, he's lucky that he didn't get his ass kicked from saying a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that's, Some of the that's stuff fight that he said. inciting what he's doing. Yeah, so, well, yes, until you realize he's absolutely insane. We weren't there. He wasn't, he wasn't really talking to us. He was talking to the voices in his head. Well, I won't do anything at all. Should we bring on our guest with this song? Oh, God, I hate this song so much. This is seriously one of the worst fucking bands of the 90s ever. Them, Third Eye Blind, Semisonic, all just horrible, wretched, wretched bands. Wretched. Wretched. Awful music. Yeah. 
But you know what's not awful is our guest. <laughs> You're the one making me bring it on to Rob Thomas. Hey, she was singing along with me. Three Doors Down, that's another one. Three Doors, oh, I hate three. Oh. Do not put that in the same. I would put Three Doors Down Mm-mm. above uh, Matchbox 20. They're really? still terrible. Matchbox 20 is awful. I can't tell awful. if Matchbox 20 is bad because I have such strong memories associated oh, with this song so that I can't, horrible. I can't separate myself from it. Well, that's unfortunate. Welcome now to Fun Employment Radio. It's been a while. It has been. Actually, it's been quite a while. Her baby is walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's it's been I a long it. time. Welcome now to Fun Employment Radio, Kelly Clark. Hello, you Hello. I'm glad the way that you guys judge time in my world is, is <laughs> of what my baby is doing. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, well, her baby, I don't know. Her baby's driving now, so. It's been a while. <laughs> a while. Yeah. No, because we actually saw you at the zoo when we did Sportlandia I there. Know, that was awesome. That was awesome. And I'm just like, I know that girl. I know that walking baby. Holy shit, your baby's walking. I know. I was doing like an idyllic mom thing. I was going to the zoo with my kid. It was crazy. You were like your girlfriend and her matching kid. And I know. Like and we were cute. like all doing mom shit. And then I was like, oh, holy fuck, it's you guys. And then I went, <laughs> I slammed back into my normal self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it doesn't last very long. My idyllic good mom behavior. No, you look, you looked the part. That's the meanest thing you've ever said to me, I think. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't to me. I'm just saying you looked very wholesome <laughs> until you opened your mouth and then you sounded like the same dirty whore that I love. I know. Okay. You know, you weren't much better, though, because you looked at me and then you looked down at my child and said, oh, my God, she looks just like Fuck Chop, which is Sarah's <laughs> nickname for my which, which is Sarah's nickname for my husband. <laughs> I thought it was your nickname. I would stop. It is. Ca- okay. No, no. <laughs> it's both of our nicknames for my husband. But I, know, I never heard <laughs> someone say that specific phrase, which made me incredibly happy. I told him I was like, guess what Alex looks like? She looks just like Fuck Chop. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did say it. As soon as you saw that, I'm like, oh, fuck. I just, and then I think I said, fuck. I said, fuck chop in front of your kid. And you're like, oh, it's fine. No, really, we're taking up, like, bets at this point of whether her first word is going to be fuck, ass master, <laughs> or uh, some other ass permutation. Master. Some ass other master. Permutation, ass master. What's, what do you say ass, ass master. master for? I know. Um, I was trying to think of what situation. We I don't know. I just, I would like to be pre- presented with a situation where you say ass master so I can put it into my lexicon. I think it's a positive. Okay. I think it's a positive. Like, man, you're an ass master. Ass master is a positive? I think I just made up ass master right now. I, like, think I know there was ass something. I think it depends on the context. Maybe. Yeah. If yeah. you're calling someone an ass master. If somebody's like really good at getting ass, maybe they're the master of ass. I know, but that seems like too direct. I think ass master is just a general term for... Hmm. For, for goodness. Like, if you're really good at Jenga... Like you're an ass master. You're an ass master. Right? Ass master at Jenga. I don't know if that really works that I, way, but I like it. Okay. Yes. I think you guys should try to popularize that. Mm-hmm. That and uh, the other idea that we were talking about earlier, but we can't say it because you should totally run with that. Apparently, it's going to make me a gazillion dollars. It's going to make you a, a million dollar idea. A million gazillion dollars. A million awesome. gazillion. Absolutely. Just know, even though you guys don't know what it is. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Nipples in the chat says, a plastic surgeon who does butt lifts could be called the ass master. What was that uh, in well, Seinfeld? Wasn't point. it Ass Man? Who was <gasps> the, he was like man. the proctologist or something? Yes, yes, he's the one, because Kramer gets his car, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ass, ass Man. Ass Man. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, um, speaking of weird old men, I had something odd happen to me this weekend, which I uh, vaguely talked about. It. I know, it's not surprising. So... Greg, and after um, you met the the crazy guy yeah. on the bus, yeah. the next day a bunch of us went to this place called Stripper Soup. It's like an apartment complex that we um, all pretend to live at. Uh, yes. 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 With the pool. Yes. With the pool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stripper and so soup. it was no really strippers, nice. Though. No strippers. It was actually like very, very um, unpopulated. 
There were no strippers of any kind there. But there was this older gentleman who always sits next to the pool. And uh, his name is Bob, which we just found out. So he's been there for years. I've been going to this pool for about four years now. You've been pretending to live at this apartment yes. complex I've, for four years. Hello, I've been pretending. Bob. Yes, I've been pretending. <laughs> and the whole time I've been there, too, Bob has always been there. And Bob is always uh, sitting next to the pool, ogling the young tartlets in their bikinis. And uh, he's always, and he's super tan. And he has, like, shocking white hair and super tan and always lays in, like, some kind of Speedo. Oh, my. And just lays next to the pool all day. He sounds like a catch. He's pretty dreamy. Uh, so. <laughs> and so, how old would you say Bob was, did you say? Bob, yeah. I think, is probably, I don't know, late 50s? I would guess. Mid, mid to late 50s. Mid to late 50s. Shaved yeah. chest or profusion of curly Shaved. tendrils? Shaved. No, I don't think there are no curly tendrils. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because he's pretty shiny. He's like a shiny, older, tan, speedo-wearing man, and um, so there were, there was hardly anybody at the pool on on Saturday, and so Bob was sitting near us. So I ended up talking to him, I'm like, "Hey, you know, I've seen you for years. We've never really talked." I'm like, "My name's Sarah," and you know, I was with a bunch of friends. And he's like, "Oh, I'm Bob." Blah blah blah. And ended up talking to us for a while, and he had a um, like a stereo there, and he's playing some bitchin' tunes. Was it Rob Thomas? It wasn't Rob Thomas. No, thank was it God. his collaboration <laughs> with Santana? <laughs> oh God. He did talk a lot about music he, and shit, man. Music he, used to be so fucking good. It was a lot of Skinnerd. A oh, lot of okay. uh, A lot, lot of stones. Of, yeah, a lot of stones. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some K G O N. Some K G O N. He mm -hmm. was a yeah, and he was talking yeah. about flashbacks and everything. So he was like a pretty cool guy. Oh yeah. He liked to talk about getting high. He liked to talk oh. about Back in the day, man, we'd get high and just have oh. sex after school. He's currently looking for his fourth wife. He said oh, three, no oh, children. Good for him. No children. Looking? Getting back on that horse. <laughs> yes. Or has he found? No. So we're there at the at the pool, and uh, Bob is getting ready to leave, and he's talking about uh, this soup that he's made for dinner. And he's just like, oh, I've been making this soup all day, and I'm really good. It's my own personal cream of chicken and oh, vegetable soup. No. And we're like, okay, well, we're going to hang out here, Bob, but you know, it was nice talking to you. And he was not telling everyone, because I was there with my roommate, Ryan. We were off on the side. He was not talking to us about his soup. He wasn't discussing this. He wanted Sarah to know personally that he about cook, his soup. Maybe I don't about know about his cream of chicken soup. <laughs> I don't even know about his cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he leaves, and I'm just like, okay, well, that was really nice. You know, like Bob seemed like a really nice guy. Then all of a sudden, a few minutes later, um, you know, we're swimming around. All of a sudden, I hear, hey, Sarah. And I look, and there's a shiny Speedo-clad Bob. Now, this is after he had left. <laughs> well, he you had left. twice. This is the first time. Yeah. So the first time he comes back, he's like, oh, here. He's like, Sarah. And I turn around, like, oh, hey, Bob, what's up? And he's like, oh, well, here, I wanted to give this to you. And he gave me a, a piece of paper, and then I looked at it, and it was his business card. And on the back of it was handwritten his, uh, his uh, it was labeled personal cell phone number and email address. <laughs> oh, he has a cell phone, does he? He has yeah. a cellular telephone. A cellular yeah. telephone, one that you could carry he, in like a hit pack? Or he is pretty, pretty uh, out there with technology. Well, and the cards look like he printed them off himself and then did the cut. They're like the photo transfer yeah. cards. Yeah. Yeah. The, Which, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what what was his job title on it? He is a an man about town. He's an inventor, <laughs> romancer. He was an inventor. His card said romancer. inventor, by the inventor. way, <laughs> which sounds like a card that Greg would have. I'm that's Greg awesome. Nibbler. I'm an inventor. <laughs> <laughs> and so he hand wrote his stuff. I'm like, well, that's really nice. You know, maybe I'll 
hang on to it. I don't know. What, you know, like he's just he's nice. It wasn't. We- it, it was fine. It wasn't weird yet. Is that what you were? It wasn't say? weird. <laughs> well, and so, well, <laughs> and Greg and Ryan, everybody else thinks that it's just like the funniest fucking. Ryan thing. and I were having pretty fun. Yeah, pretty pretty good time. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, and I'm you know I have a bunch of girlfriends there too, and I'm like, all right, well this is nice of him to bring down the thing. It's like maybe you know, to point out asked, just you out of everyone <laughs> too. And he brought me down the thing. I'm like, maybe it's because I talked about you know our podcast and everything, and he want I don't know. I but just in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's well, fine, whatever, it makes sense. Then um, swimming around again, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like, Bob goes back. Bob goes back. About five minutes later, I'm like swimming, and like my back is to one of the sides of the pool. And I hear, hey, Sarah. Well, <laughs> I'm like. Hello? Bob just cannot seem to stay in his apartment at this point. Bob really was adamant about going back to his apartment, but unbeknownst to me, it was because he wanted to bring me some soup. (laughs) He brought me some of his cream of mushroom vegetable chicken soup, and he brought it in a giant, like one of those old, like, friends, like, coffee house style mugs. Oh, it it wasn't in a to-go container? No, no. No, no, because There's a reason. So he gave me, no, it was actual... Silverware, so he gave me a like a ceramic mug, one of the big like oversized coffee mugs, and uh, like a you know a silver spoon, and he's just like, here you go. He's just like, you should drink some of this. He's like, and I just live in the apartment right around the corner over there, so why don't you just bring it back to me when, I, when you're done with it? <laughs> you're gonna wow. be really tired in about twenty minutes, <laughs> so why and don't then you come the on roofies back? jokes ensued at the pool. <laughs> well, when a man brings a woman's soup, it, it does mean a, a firm commitment in many cultures. <laughs> right? Those, I have been I'm pretty cool. sure you guys are already married as soon as you put that spoon. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah. According to according to Bob logic. And then the goat will be slaughtered somewhere. Those, those clothes are going to get real to, constrictive in I about like, ten minutes. I know that soup might fall on that <clears throat> bathing suit you're wearing. If you'd like to come <laughs> change into a smock at my place. My futon's already folded out. <laughs> oh, God. Your feet must get hot. This is on that hot concrete. Let me. Why don't you put them up on my? Hat? Seriously, why? Well, you ate it too. You ate. It you was ate Bob's roofie soup. Roofie soup? I didn't know what to do. You don't eat it. You never eat He's, the roofie. He has some sexual soup fetish, and you. He probably just that. Oh, when the old man in a speedo. You put that spoon in your mouth, and that was like it for him. That that went in the. In his mental catalog. And well, I made some of okay. my friends take bites of it Just too. Just think so about everyone this. Friends think about this. Soup too. When an old man in a speedo <laughs> comes to the side of the pool that you call stripper soup with a bowl of soup for you, you don't eat it, so that you can bring it back to. Oh, I just live right over there. Come on back to my apartment afterwards. It's fun. I'm simultaneously incredibly it's proud of you as a person and just disgusted by you right now, Sarah. I'm it grossed out really by you. Okay. Really I didn't give it much light. I you had handed had some, me my beer today. I had some beers and I was kind of hungry and I'm like, oh, homemade soup. That because sounds you know good. What, do you know what sounds oh good when you're floating on a warm day <laughs> at a bowl in, in like a body of water is soup. I want something to go inside me that is the same viscosity as what's outside of me. <laughs> if Bob were a pedophile, you'd be like the little kid on the street corner. Would you like some candy? Come with me. Would you like some soup. some sweets? <laughs> this is not the first time that a stranger has given me soup. By the way, <laughs> this guy in my apartment who owned a, like a soup company used to leave me cartons of soup out in front of my apartment door, which you would eat also. I'm poor and I was hungry. She's a soup slut, Gray. I know, seriously. Soup slut. Why do Guys. people keep giving me soup? Because you look like you want it. <laughs> I look like that face is just made for soup eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> for the listener party now, you know everyone's going to be bringing you soup. I don't want anyone to bring... And the thing is, I hate soup. I don't like soup. It is the most worthless food. I hate it. It doesn't really? fill me up. I don't like it at Maybe all. Maybe you just haven't had the right soup yet, oh. Sarah. Yeah. Is that like with babies? Like, I haven't met the right man. <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone's going to be like, he's no, having I, about it. I really wasn't going there. I just really thought you... <laughs> wanted more soup. I haven't had the right soup yet. I I do need. I do like the like incredibly fattening soups. Like that's do the tell. Thing. No, like like cheddar, broccoli, or like you know, like creamy potato, like the ones that aren't good for you. I like them, but I mean, like healthy vegetable broth soups. Okay, I so just nothing healthy. Nothing healthy. Just stick a kielbasa in there, and <laughs> it makes everything better. That would be delicious. <laughs> so anyway, so I have my soup from Bob. <sighs> So anyway, you have your soup, yes. So I ate the soup, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our buddy in the chat, actually, he's there. Um, our friend uh, Remy was there, and he he's just like I, you know, he's lived there for years too, and he's like, I know Bob. He's like, why don't you just leave the cup with me and the and the spoon, <laughs> and I'll just give it back to him. <laughs> At some point, he's probably going to be very disappointed. <laughs> but um, so I did okay, have the so soup. Is this not the first? Has Remy? Has your friend? Seen him do the soup maneuver on another? You know, woman? I don't know. He's in the chat. Let me see. Because I want to know what his success rate is with the soup maneuver. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously it must work at some point. The key <laughs> is the key is. I wonder how many bowls he's lost that he has brought out there <laughs> waiting for him. He's just got a stack of them at home. Just well, we'll there. try it again this time. Anything but soup on a hot day like homemade popsicles. I mean. If he had brought out a popsicle for you, that would be just <laughs> that would have been awesome. hilarious. Um, so Remy did write us an email about it. So he brought it back the next day, and he wrote, Sarah, I gave the mug back to Bob today, and I told him you had to leave in a hurry, so I had offered to get it back to him. I decided to wash it before giving it back, and while doing so, I noticed a faded logo on the side from the TV show Charmed. <laughs> <laughs> what is a 50-something-year-old straight single guy doing with a Charmed mug? <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to either. Uh, he's saying, no, I've never seen him use that particular maneuver. Okay. Well, but then again, Sarah, you were special. Your soup pheromones were just calling to him. And again, Shockwave is not who he's going to be using that maneuver on. So maybe he just hasn't seen it. But but he's also spent a lot of time at the pool. So I mean, he would have had to see it before. He, he so you just want to be the first person. You don't want to think of Bob I bringing don't, but soup. But now I have to, to say, I'm ladies. kind of. I don't think I want to go back to stripper soup. I oh, think that's that, sad. He's I know stripper soup for you. Do you know what you should do? You should preempt him, and when you go, you should bring him soup. And that way he has nowhere to go. You could be like, nope, I've got my own soup. Thank you. It's a very fattening beer cheese soup. Mm. I don't need any of your soup. I've got my own. Or you should have just said, I'm not hungry. Thank you, though. <laughs> but then right, he already brought down. Too. I know. Well, he brought that's down the yeah, soup. Yeah, but. <laughs> I like my idea better. I want Sarah to carry her own safety soup. Sorry. she goes. <laughs> nope, got my safety own. Soup. <laughs> safety soup. Safety <laughs> soup. Nope, got my own. Thanks. Thanks. Nope. Nope. All taken care of. Got my own. No. No. Too. No. All good. Collapsible. <laughs> all good. Like you can carry like a little canteen or something, a little flask of soup, just in case of an emergency. That's true. This does seem. I mean, well, twice doesn't make it a pattern, right? Two different people giving me soup. Uh, I, that's it's. It is kind an of odd thing. Yeah, I mean, usually you would say three, but that's weird enough that I'm gonna go that. Yeah, yeah you're a you're a soup magnet. Because yeah. I'm gonna say it, no other person ever has given me food other than the two men that, unless you know someone's buying me dinner or something. But nobody has ever just brought me a random food before. And the only two times that's happened is when it's soup. You would think it would at least be when you're sick or something, but no. Yeah, just healthy and <laughs> like half clothed. I know. Well, healthy like, in my bathing suit. You could use a little bit of soup. 
How tired were you later? I wasn't tired, but you guys scared me. So I'm just like, fuck, am I going to be tired? I don't know. And so I kept like waiting for the roofies to hit. Did your clothes all of a sudden become itchy? <laughs> Are you hungry for soup now? <laughs> wow. Strange men's soup at the pool. Okay, that just makes it sound worse it, than it is. But it is. So much worse. But it is what so it is. So much worse. It is what happened. Kelly, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> I did not drink strange a strange man's soup. liquid. That's not <laughs> what I did. I did boring stuff this weekend. A I strange mean, man's liquid? A strange man's liquid. That's what it was, Sarah. Just call it like it is. It had chunky things in it. Like, it wasn't too liquidy. Oh, that makes it so much better. Oh. Wow. No, I hung out. I drank beers. <laughs> I caught up on some cheap movies. I went and saw The Amazing Spider-Man because I'm totally behind the times. So, how was I it? S- I was gonna say I still haven't seen Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. See, I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, I haven't yet. I haven't either. No. And it's not because I don't want you because I really want to see. I, it. I just to, haven't had time. But it's like setting aside like three. I, and I know that I, I should. And it's just horrible. But like, th- like I wanted to go see it last night. But then I'm working on. Um, a dog painting for someone I'm like fuck I could either work on this or like go sit in a movie theater for three hours which I know is going to be an amazing experience but I've got to get shit done no uh, fuck chop and I were feeling really really lazy but somebody was willing to watch the kids so we wanted to do something but we didn't really want to have to be like ambulatory to do it Mm -hmm. so we went to Kennedy school and saw a cheap movie and drank beers (gasps) nice that's awesome which is great like yeah I mean so as I said like literally that's what I did this week and I was crazy lazy but the new Spider-Man actually was it good shockingly good it's like a, a cute Spider-Man, it's weird. Yeah, Tobey Maguire doesn't do it for me. Me neither, but I didn't ever realize that I needed a cute Spider-Man until I saw this, and I was like, why do you need a reboot? Apparently because you want a Spider-Man that you would actually put your lips on at any point in your life. It was shocking. Tobey Maguire's pretty deformed. He is, and I didn't even really... I felt bad because I really hadn't given him any thought to how unattractive he is. Mm -hmm. He looks like a little goblin or something. He does, He has like a goblin face. I saw him actually when I was in New York when they were filming the first Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. He was just walking around. He was just really tiny and like... Usually when you see somebody who's famous. Yes. Yeah, usually when you see somebody, they're more attractive in person. Mm -hmm. And this was not the case. It was it was less so. Just like John when I saw John Mayer. Ooh, that guy is fucking hideous. Well, how could you separate it from all those peccadillos? (laughs) I mean, you don't know anything about Tobey Maguire. (laughs) Positive (laughs) or negative. Keelan is saying Spider-Man is not for putting lips on. Yeah, it does. Actually, your description does make me not want to see this movie now. (laughs) Oh, it was a girl thing. I mean, there's really no reason for a reboot. I mean, come on. It was like how many years ago? It was only like four or five years ago. Although the third one was so terrible. I mean, yeah, the third one was pretty bad. It's better to acid wash it from your mind. Yeah. And then start. Isn't Emma Stone in this one, too? Yes, and she's adorable. See, Emma Stone. See, Emma Stone's in it, and she's super cute. And honestly, I felt like the biggest girl because I was like, I kind of could have dealt, you know, done without all of the action scenes and the parts where he was jumping around and just done the cute love story between the two of them, which is, you know me, this is not something I would normally say. This is true. Because there, he was fighting a lizard, and who gives a fuck about a lizard man? I mean, really. It's no Doc Ock, I'll tell you that. <laughs> almost everything of your description is making me not want to see it. Well, it's maybe... Almost, it's almost perfectly I, exactly what I wouldn't want to see. Remember when I prefaced this by saying we wanted to do something where we didn't have to walk or talk or do anything, <laughs> and we wanted to drink beer, so Oh, no, I like awesome. that idea. Yeah, no, so it was awesome. That part of it was awesome. But you should go, you should make time for Dark Knight because it's really good. No, I want to. And I, yeah, I really, really wanted to this past I love how I make it sound like, you know, it's like an experience. Like, you should make time to do that in your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking movie. Like, 
you really make you time know, for this experience. Sarah. I saw something exciting. There's a exciting movie that's playing at Laurelhurst not this week but next. They are playing motherfucking Clue. <gasps> Hell yeah! At oh my god! Do you want to? Oh yeah! Yes, okay. I want to go. I want to yes. go. I want to go. Greg, you've never seen Clue, have you? You've never seen Clue? It I think I've so seen part of it. Smart. Do you know? I so, learned ugh. what inflagrante delecto meant from watching Clue because I that's what Mrs. So White and it. Professor Plum did. Oh, and then yeah. I had to like, you know, there was a Google back then, and I kind of asked people around, like, mm-hmm. and my parents didn't want to tell me what it was, but. See, Greg, and I mean, it's like I there's guess a lot I need of to see. It. I just hate the idea of movies based on board games. But Dude. this was before movies based on board games was a thing. This was just it's schmaltzy and stupid and awesome. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, the movie's so and great. there's political intrigue and there's like yes. there are things like it, it's it's. Are layers. you trying to tell me there's there's political references yes, in this movie? Yes, Curry is in it. Yes. Explain to me how there's political references in this. I can't tell you because it'll ruin the movie, but I swear to God, there are political... There are are things afoot that you know nothing of, and Mm -hmm. they actually use the candlestick and the rope just like the board game. Mm -hmm. I love this movie. In the library with the candlestick. No, it's... I know everybody talks about it. With the dagger. It does have Michael McKeon, so that... that that is usually enough that I will give it a chance. It has uh, Madeline Kahn in it. It has... um, uh, who am oh, I thinking of? Doc Ann, from Leslie Ann Warren is Lloyd. in it. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Everybody in it. It's awesome. It's, I mean, it's schmaltzy. It's a it's a farce. It's a joke. But I mean, I didn't think it was a joke when I was like a kid. Mm. I just thought it was awesome. I was like, why don't I hang out in a house with secret passages where people die? Dude. But I'm so glad to know that you love this movie as I much as I do. I am. You're singing, singing telegram. telegram. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many. It's there so is. Awesome. I feel like you two have talked about this movie on this show before. No, maybe. maybe. I don't think so. No, but Greg, there is a woman <laughs> in a French maid's costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who just her tits are just bouncing around the entire. Time. I mean, that's good. She's fluffing things. All the ladies, actually. All, oh most, yeah. All of their dresses are crazy push-up dresses. Like down to like. Did there. you want to be? Did you want to be Scarlet or did you want to be Mrs. White? I kind of wanted to be Mrs. White. I did have dressed as Mrs. Peacock for Halloween. Oh, once. awesome. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Miss Scarlet, and then as I grew up. I transitioned to Miss. Miss Scarlet's a harlot. Mrs. Then yeah, and then yeah. I wanted to be Mrs. White. It's weird. Well, Mrs. White has a, a her style's. Good. I know her Hi. style's pretty awesome. Did you not even play the game, Greg? Uh, I had the ga- actually. I have the game, okay. and I have played it. And who are you when you play the game? Are you Colonel? I haven't Mustard? played it enough to I really. Colonel Mustard. I think he's Colonel Mustard. Why? Why would it be Colonel Mustard? I don't know. Is Colonel Mus- Mustard badass? Yes. Yes, he's, he's the most totally badass of all of the he's Clue mustard. board game Everybody characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's tangy. <laughs> it is not Dawson's Creek in movie form. No, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, it is so good. Well, anyway, I'm going to go see it in the theater. I've never seen it in the theater. Neither have I, I don't think. No. I, in fact, how did we see it so many times when we were kids? Because it was on VHS. Oh, that's true. I, we would get to rent a movie every like Friday night, and my sister and I, we never bought it. I don't know why, but no, we always rent would rent it. it. Over yeah. What well, was really expensive to buy a movie so back then? Yeah, I guess yeah. so, huh? Because you could yeah. rent them for well, like a less Well, unless you somebody in your family who had two VCRs and then, you know, <gasps> right, and the do tape that. off the tape. Yes! Why do you remember? Everybody had an uncle or an aunt who did that. Then you go to their house and they just have like an entire drawer full of movies <gasps> and three fit on one VHS tape. Dude, I'm not saying that my dad does this, but my dad, somebody totally distinct, uh, distinct from my dad, only has a Netflix account just so he can copy every single movie that he gets. doesn't even watch them just gets them and copies them not him but you know gets them and copies them has just like CD booklets full of fascinating full of movies yeah it was it was it was a big thing I mean to watch a movie that you wanted to watch mm-hmm. anytime you wanted to watch mm-hmm. it that's why I watched like you know weird science at least 200 times by the I time I was in like 7th grade. I didn't even think about that because I guess we didn't have a lot of movies. We would just rent no. them and the mm-hmm. ones that that's we had, why we watch lo- a you lot. Know what? I bet that's why we love the ones we love so much. 
Lost Boys. See, we would... Weird Science. Yeah. We would record a lot of them, like if they were on television, and then just watch those over and over. Did you guys watch movies on, like from your VHS that you recorded from television, you memorize the commercials inside of the movies? Like I would watch one, I'm just just be like used to like having a life commercial or like some sort of toy commercial Mm -hmm. in there. Yep. You're perfect. Did you also, did you tape like uh, video, like uh, music videos off? Yes. Oh yeah. Because you needed to have... No, Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. But you always got it started a little late, so you always miss the like the, the yeah. first like twenty seconds. Exactly. Yeah. See, I didn't have the fancy cable, so <laughs> so I didn't have that. We didn't have the option of cable. Oh, see, we only had the fancy cable sometimes when there was like a free three month trial, <laughs> and we'd sign up for the trial. And oh then yeah. It would go away, and then you'd hope against hope that they'd forget about you, mm-hmm. and then give you it again. Yeah, exactly. And every once in a while, it worked, and you had Disney Channel, and you had HBO with all the crazy shit. <gasps> see, I was oh too God. far out. They did. Yes. It wasn't even an option. For that, they don't have cable run out there. So. And I don't know oh yeah, you didn't even have like you didn't even have you the option. We couldn't oh, wow. get yeah, it cable even, like, physically. Wasn't even the money. Was it was yeah. like it was not just yeah. available. No, we just had to hope against hope that the cable company would forget about us. And then it, it always seemed like it wouldn't just shut off one day. It would slowly, gradually disappear. Mm-hmm. Like HBO or Disney Channel would just one get of them fuzzier would. and fuzzier, <laughs> and like the the top of it would start the the screen would start to bend. And you'd just be like, and then yeah, start to. I totally remember that. And then you'd just be that. like, oh, it's going, it's going. <laughs> no. And then it was the saddest day when it went away. <laughs> and then you forget about it the next day. Yeah, I remember getting the free Disney because oh, we'd yeah. be that so was, excited. That was a huge day for me. Uh, I remember watching Fantasia. Like I remember sitting down with like the giant cable box up top and turning it on, and Fantasia was on TV, and I thought it was the most magical. With thing the clicky box. Seen. Yeah, the clicky box. I love the clicky box. And you could try and find in between channels sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't always porn. Some of them were like, you'd, I'd try to find like, we'd try to find like the fancy movies between channels. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're that age, the porn thing is not of, you know. Well, and we have vaginas, not penises. Yeah. I bet they were trying to find the porn. Secret not that revelation. I didn't watch porn. Like, we had Showtime for a while. And like, it was, I think I was like, it must have been like junior high or high school. And like, mm-hmm. my parents would go to bed. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to stay up. I would totally watch like Red Shoe Diaries on Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I would watch, my closest to porn was Silk Stockings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Silk was, Stockings. That was very sexy. Oh, yeah. I just remember there was a Red Shoe Diaries where Joey from Friends had sex with a woman in an elevator, and I thought it was the craziest shit I had ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. I was like, oh my God. Wait, what are the Red Shoe I Diaries? Do they show actual oh, yeah. like, sex? Have you never seen Red Shoe Diaries? I, no, I've just it's always like heard it referenced. It's like one step up above it yeah, Silk Stockings. It's, it's like the softest, oh, okay. softest porn. It's like yeah. the pillow, most pillowy, fluffy, Like, do you see like, nips and stuff? Yeah, you see nips, mm-hmm. and you see man butt. But you yeah. never see like that's about you it. never see vag or, or dick or anything like okay. that. Yeah. And they always are like throwing it's their implied. head back with wild abandon. And it's oh, who is it? It's um it's narrated by uh, uh, David Duchovny. Oh. This is pre Californication. Like David Duchovny like reads letters from people and he's and, and it's like it starts out and he's like, Dear sad guy, like <laughs> this is what happened to me at a truck stop. And David Duchovny's like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Maybe that led yeah. to his real life porn addiction. Because I, it I might have. Because Maybe. I know that he was. That's a that's I really what feel like Sarah needs to watch I think Sarah would really enjoy You would like it way Dude, too is much. Is it like a lifetime movie with all of like the storyline taken it's, out of it? It's only like a half an hour long. So yeah. they get to the point really quickly and then there's elevator sex and like kitchen sex and it's almost sex. like like dear penthouse letters only but then like girly put to, but to movies. Girly. Yeah. yeah, it's like girly penthouse letters. Like yeah. everything is oh. always like I didn't want to turn around and go back to that gas station, but I had to just to see what would happen. Yes. I'm just yeah. Oh my god, you would love this. I can't shit. believe I haven't watched it. Well, you I can, am surprised sure you have not. I feel poorer for I'm it. I'm pretty I... sure you can find it in about 10 minutes. But find the one with Joey from Friends because that's some hot elevator action right there. Oh yeah. Well, plus he's cute anyway. Have you seen that new show that he's in? No, but I want to. Yeah, I want yeah, to see it too. Like, yeah. 
It's all like salt and peppery and old, but like kind of attractive in a he's, weird he's way. He's like a hot, feel, older, attractive I know, man. I feel weird saying that. No, I like the I like a good salt and pepper. Yeah. Is that the theme from it? Oh, yeah, it sounds sexy. So imagine it's erotic. Me, imagine me with my my finger on the the television controller, so uh-huh. in case my parents got up, I could flip the channel really quickly and be like, "No, I'm not watching Retro Diaries." No, of <laughs> totally course not. not. Why would I watch that? My mom totally wouldn't let my sister and I watch Melrose Place because I was like in, I think, yeah, I was in sixth grade and my sister was in fourth grade and we had this tiny little TV in the basement of the house that we lived in in Seattle and we would just always like pretend to be, we would like sleep on the second floor and like sneak through the living room crawling behind my parents' couch (laughs) when they're watching like Dateline or something and we'd like fucking like, like we're going through a jungle with all of our like army shit on like we'd go around, crawl through the kitchen, crawl to the entrance of the basement, like you know, run down there really quickly and watch Melrose Place. And we got away with it, but my mom would, like, refuse to let us watch any of that stuff. But then I had to watch it because all the kids at school would be talking about it, and we weren't allowed to watch it. Yeah, important things. That's Have you seen Melrose Place lately? The new one? No, the old one. I watched some of them in Hot Damn. That is a big old amazing mess. There, I I don't know. It was on Netflix, that's why. And so I watched, like, the first two or three episodes. Mm -hmm. The height of their jeans... Uh, and and the the camel toe that going on. I mean, I couldn't oh, yeah. even get. I don't even really remember the plot because I was so fixated on their clothing and its its ill fitting, ill conceived nature. <laughs> it was the most. It was terrifying. It, it was is. Terrifying. There are a lot of like uh, polka dot crop tops yeah. and like huge. And I was like hair. telling, I was telling Fuck up. I was like, no, no, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Watch this. This show is gonna be great. And I was like, it's it's this is this is not great. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Sorry. I have no idea even what you're talking about. <gasps> you want to talk about sports? I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I did start watching some episodes of 902. Well, I just finished watching Dawson's Creek. Ah. I haven't watched that in like a good 10 years. How'd it hold up? It held up pretty damn well. I've got to say, like the teen angst, it's just because it's now that you watch it, it's kind of a parody of itself because mm-hmm. it's so wordy and so silly. And, uh, and, and the last, so it's six seasons, and the last season is just hilarious because they've kind of found out how ridiculous they are like the show writers you can tell and it's just it's it's very good yeah why don't we take a break <laughs> and then come back here in a second and uh and maybe do a little bit of ball talk wow we just got shut the fuck up <laughs> no. hooray no. <laughs> balls balls yeah let's take a break for a second because i've got to fix something actually really quick and then um and he's got to fix all of this talking <laughs> he's got to delete <laughs> delete <laughs> by deleting delete. and now we bring on kelly clark and now we go to break <laughs> all ball talk today all right uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more fun of blue bit radio You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, I'm Al Sparks. (laughs) You shouldn't get podcasts for free because you get too much joy out of it. So stop being a dick and give them a dollar. (laughs) Done. You know, pay it fucking forward, people. (laughs) I'm giving them each a dollar before I leave, and I was on the goddamn show. I provided content, and I'm paying for what they're doing. Hal Sparks, God bless him. Great interview. Great interview. A lot of uh, a lot of energy. He's gotten a lot of accolades throughout the years, and he deserves them. He does. Into it. Paid attention to questions. It was really great. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Don't forget, Aww. September twenty second of yes. two thousand twelve, the Fun Employment Radio Network Listener Party is happening. 
at Plan B. So Plan B on Southeast 8th and Main, mm-hmm. right here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, we are going to be having our network listener party, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have lots of bands. We're going to have lots of people. Kelly, are you going to be gracing us with your presence? I'm maybe? certainly going to try, and I'm going to bring you soup. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a soup Call donation. Back. Do not for have Sarah. a soup we donation. A soup com- a competition, and then Sarah has yeah. to taste every single one of them. Which one's the most roofied? <laughs> Which one's the creamiest, <laughs> the most savory, <laughs> the most delectable, the most irresistible soup Sarah has And ever only tasted. single older men can bring the I soup. I don't too. like this. I don't like this one bit. Fuck chop's gonna make right. you soup. It's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, Sarah, I have some soup for I'll you too. Why is it? It's like the the universe is like, hey Sarah, I'm gonna give you free food. It's not going to be food that you like, but I'm going to give you lots of it. Wait, wait. <laughs> if, if men could just show up on your doorstep and bring you food, what food item would you want them to bring you? Pizza. Or macaroni and cheese. That's still creamy. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, uh, okay. You should creamy. probably be careful um, with that. A steak? I would say packaged goods. Packaged goods? Pro- is probably what you should be asking for. Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> that just sounds really dirty. They're still sealed. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be sealed. I'm sorry. Sarah X. Dillon only accepts pre-sealed packages of food. <laughs> Scott says nothing is truly free. <laughs> Just bring the bull back to my apartment after you're done. Oh, God. And that was the worst thing, too, as they were talking. There's like, yeah. you know, he has mood lighting on. Like <laughs> There's like rose petals laid out over his futon, his fold-out futon in the living room. He's playing love bites. Maybe some pour some sugar on me. Imagine you're pretty tired after all that time in the pool. He could rub some liniment into your joints. Clothes are so constrictive. <laughs> <Some> gay. <laughs> you look like you're getting sunburned. Let me just rub a little aloe on you. Okay, so that's... refreshing. <laughs> September 22nd, bring your soup for Sarah. Do not. We are not having anything called soup for Sarah. No. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's soup for Sarah. Soup for Sarah. Soup for Sarah. Yeah. Well, what I would do in that instance is I would flip it and say, why don't we bring soup for charity? And people can bring soup for Sarah, but uh, maybe they can get a discount off of the entrance fee. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is only for your sexual gratification, Sarah. Nope. Not for charity. Please. We'll do something for charity with this, and we are, but it's not going to be in this way. This is purely... This is not going to be... We're not... your erotic arousal. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want any more soup. <laughs> Do not make a yes, poster for that, James. James is the <laughs> our lovely friend who uh, did the artwork. For yes, her. if you have oh not seen god, it, oh my god, it's so amazing! It's so great. Oh. It is the poster for this show is incredible. Uh, you can find it on our website and then also at our on our Facebook page. Oh, I know I've used yeah. this Facebook. term. Facebook.com slash Fun Employment Radio. It's epic. I've used this yeah. term today, uh, but also somebody legally distinct from Greg and I uh, went out flyering this past weekend. Somebody did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Legally so distinct. Legally distinct from us. And uh, if you see them out and about, maybe take a picture and post it. Yeah. Because seriously, it, you really need to see the artwork. It's it's incredible. The devil James woman has amazing. meaty thighs. Those Fabulous. are my meaty thighs. Meaty thighs. <laughs> and soon there will be <laughs> the demon woman sitting cross-legged eating soup in a poster, I hope. God, I hope. <laughs> I'm Greg she's, Nibbler. She's not enjoying this as much as I would hope she is. She would be. Because she's so tired. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. <laughs> Nibbles is asking, do I get a discount if I bring Sarah Soup wearing a Speedo? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's something special. Ooh, wow. I don't like Wanted the Soup for that Sarah one. thing. It's, it, it, you know what? I don't like it because, A, the title of it flows too smoothly. 
That's because it was meant to be, No, Sarah. it's not meant, meant to, to be. be. Why do you keep eating the soup that they bring you if why you are don't you want this? Why do you keep eating? It's not like I have it in my purse and I'm like, oh, here's my soup for Sarah, the day. Sarah, why are you denying yourself pleasure? Come on. More importantly, why are you denying Bob pleasure? You know, you ate the man's soup. The least you could have done was, I mean, let's think about this from Bob's perspective. <laughs> Bob spent up, a lot of time. I know. He gave up that soup. He chopped. And he, he ch- sautéed. He, he chose you. simmered. And he chose you out of all the women at the pool because he figured you would and be then, the one that would fall for it. And then you <laughs> ate fall for it. <laughs> it's like, nah, she'll figure it out. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah will eat the soup. You know, I prefer to believe that, that Bob had more chivalrous motives. He just wanted you to really eat his soup and he then thought- share his bedchamber. <laughs> Maybe he thought he's just like, wow, she's been here for a long time. She might need a snack. Because he didn't bring me like a, a pot of soup. It was a cup of soup. <laughs> a cup that's of a, soup? That's a, that's a gentle snack on a hot summer's day. Here, have some of this hot frothy liquid to, say, to slake your thirst on this hot summer day. Mike says, sorry for distracting Greg <laughs> during the show. Learn my lesson leads to a whole lot of yapping. <laughs> <laughs> yapping bitches. Oh God, All right, friend, in ball talk news. I just want to say really quick, my friend dated somebody who I knew would be a bad news. No, because you've made fun of this too. He actually said there a whole bunch, someone asked how the a party was, and he said, there are a whole bunch of ladies yapping. Mm. Anyone who uses yapping, I don't trust. Yeah. Are you done with okay. your yapping? I guess we're going to be silent now. <laughs> Three, two, one, Mute. silence. Well, speaking of yapping, this actually kind of goes with it. In ball talk news... Live with Kelly now has its new co-host. So Regis Philbin retired a long time ago. Sometime. I don't know. I don't watch the show. But uh, Regis Philbin apparently retired. And they've been auditioning different, uh, I guess, over 59 celebrities to be who, see who would be the best fit mm. with Kelly Ripa. And they chose officially Michael Strahan. To is be he, the new co-host. Is he the guy with the gap in his teeth? He's the guy with the gap in his yeah. teeth. Okay, he's, he's that's adorable. All, I know. That's the only thing I knew about him either. Yeah. Yep. He's he's a pretty cool guy. So he is going to be the actual the co-host though. That's a pretty big. It's a pretty big gig. I'm gonna guess he's getting what 15 million a year for that probably. Daily I hope morning so. show having like to that. Deal with, yeah. Oh yeah. Having to do that. I hope he oh. gets. Well, I think Regis was getting like 80 million, but that's Regis Philbin. Well, so only 15 million. I'm going to guess he's getting Pocket 15 change. million. That's good. Yeah, chump change. So, uh, Michael Strahan, officially now co host of Live with. It's going to be Live with Kelly and Michael. Who watches? I mean, oh, I have, have no you ever idea. Do you? Okay. I know who does. I've seen it before. Lily does. Lily does? I yeah. bet she does. Yeah. She's always talking about Oprah. I'm sure Oprah and Kelly, whatever her name is, go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe it is. Uh, somebody's saying, didn't we already talk about this? It wasn't official before. Now it is official. <laughs> All right, moving on to ball talk. It's a, it's a smattering of balls. It's a potpourri. Okay. Yeah, a little, little bit here, a little bit there. This one I have, has to I do- have a little bit of uh, World of Crazy, too, that we can go to after. Okay. This Actually, I've got something I wanted to share with you guys afterwards as okay. well, after we get done with ball talk. Okay. Something I think you may be interested in. Um, moving on in kind of peripheral ball talk news, Old Navy in ball talk of all reasons. And uh, it is because clearly whoever is running their t-shirt department has no idea what the NFL is. So they have uh, they've come up with a line of like vintage NFL shirts. So the American Football League was around before it was the American Football League and the NFL, and then they merged to form the NFL. The Super Group. Yeah, that is the NFL. Which which doesn't really matter much, but it, the American Football League was a thing. It became the American Football Conference, and back then. 
Well, let me preface it by this. Their t-shirt, Old Navy's t-shirt says, Houston Texans 1961 AFL champs. There are several things wrong with this. Number one, (laughs) the Houston Texans came into existence about four years ago. They did not exist before that. I remember you talking there was about no what such a stupid team. name that was. Oh, oh yeah, I hate the name. Yeah. Oh, I hate the name of it. But there has never been, there, there was never a team called the Houston Texans before that. There was, however, a team called the Dallas Texans, completely separate team, that did end up winning the AFL championship. Actually, lost the AFL championship <laughs> in 1961. Oh, that's awful. So not only did they have the, the team that did not exist, the team that they thought it was didn't win the AFL championship in 1961. But yet alone, they put out this shirt that says Houston Texans 1961 AFL champs. Now, you can solve this by simply typing it into Google and finding out whether or not this is accurate or not. I mean, it's this isn't like obscure information to find. It's it's right there on about a million different websites. Old Navy doesn't have access to Google, Greg. <laughs> have you, really? Have you seen those Old Navy commercials uh, featuring Dylan and Brandon from 90210? No, I haven't. And it has uh, Kelly Taylor having to pick between them because they're both wearing two different types of Old Navy jeans. Oh, Christ. I know. I loved it. I shouldn't <laughs> have. I felt dirty. That's just like two strikes against Old Navy within like 30 <laughs> seconds right there. It's <sighs> uh, quite a few. Moving on in ball talk. We'll go straight to this one. So, do you guys remember this happened back at the U.S. Open? And it was when a certain gentleman, this guy Webb Simpson, had won the U.S. Open in golf. And while he was conducting his interview with Bob Costas, there was someone in the background that showed up. And I've got audio here. And four and a five hole stretch turned around for you today. Yeah, that was kind of the difference. I got off to a slow start, but I knew that. I'm, I, I knew. Always something to spice matters. So, this was live on television while this guy who had just won the U.S. Open is being interviewed. And this gentleman in a, uh, a British a themed stocking cap with a mohawk just showed up in the middle of the interview, made it through security. Doing his bird call in front of them. And Bob Costas looks like he wants to stab him and gut him. Spice matters up. Yeah, enjoy the gel cell, pal. So That was somebody doing a bird call? That was somebody doing the bird call, yeah. yeah. That, this guy, do you remember this story from before? So this guy just showed up, made it through security, while Bob Costas is live on television conducting an interview with the winner of the U.S. Open. And this guy just Bob shows Costas up. Bob the is the guy with the brown hair that's kind of grumpy, right? He's not really grumpy, no. Oh, okay. No. He's happy during the Olympics. Yeah. There's magic. He has like circle eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bob Costas is. Yeah. He's he's not generally too grumpy of a guy, but he doesn't like his interview being interrupted by a guy doing a bird call. <laughs> this is real news. This is the U.S. Open, Sarah. The U.S. It Open. Is. The U.S. Open. Fact. So this guy turns out he calls himself Jungle Bird, and he hasn't really been heard of since this instance. However, until this weekend, did Jungle Bird strike again? Jungle Bird struck again. So, Notre Dame was playing a game over the weekend, a college football game. And lo and behold, during the middle of the game, down at the end zone, pops up Jungle Bird. So, he ran out onto the field and picked up the ball and started doing a dance in the middle of the game, on the middle of the football field. And uh, needless to say, they were not very happy about it. And he was—he—he uh, he actually avoided being 
<laughs> being picked up for quite some time. Pummeled. And he yeah, being yeah, he avoided being pummeled. I don't know how the football players didn't go after him, but he just stood there in the end zone with the football. And I've got video that we'll post up about it. Um, and uh, did this for quite some time and then strolled over to the side where he was escorted out by security. And he did end up getting arrested. But nonetheless, I say kudos to him. I want, I want to see more Jungle Bird. Frankly, that would improve my football, my college football experience if there was more Jungle Bird. More Jungle like Bird. To, more Jungle Bird. Is more like birds. More cowbell thing. <laughs> exactly. It kind of is. Bird. There's more cowbell, more Jungle Bird, more, I don't know, desert bird. Any kind of bird, really. Yeah. With dancing and singing involved, I think more dancing and singing in general would improve football in my football watching I think so experience. Too. I would like to interview Jungle Bird. I want to find out what the method is behind this, where he came up with this idea, what oh, yeah. what his ultimate goal is, where he'd most like to Jungle Bird. Because right now, I mean, it's not just about the cawing; it's mm-hmm. about the the jungle dance as well. Apparently, it's, the dance has been added in. Okay, wow. there's a there's a whole song and dance repertoire. Maybe he's going moving into yeah. Maybe it's a one man show that we just don't know about. This is just like guerrilla marketing. It could be. He could be a. Well, I'm sure he could start selling those hats that he's wearing. Well, you said gorilla. I was trying to think of what is the study of birds calling Ankana study ornithology ornithology yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Orin, it's or ornithological orbit. marketing then, right? Instead of gorilla. Look at that. She went to the zoo two weeks ago. <laughs> zoo! <laughs> we all learned things that day. All right, speaking of learning things, I have something for you guys. Uh, that concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. By the way, it should be noted that there are two out of the three of us drinking beer today. I wonder if you can guess who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you drinking beer right now? I have coffee in front of me. I don't know. Oh, he's just making us... It's another thing he can lord over us. I know, apparently. Yeah. Well, I do have some advice for you. (laughs) I do have some advice for you. So... Some advice, like life advice? This is something just for ladies that I found actually earlier today. And um, it's called How to Be Handsome. 19th century beauty tips. And now handsome in the sense of a lady being handsome. A handsome woman. A handsome handsome woman. woman. She's usually a backhanded compliment. I think back then, though, wasn't that, uh, that was like the utmost of compliments. Let's go with that. Sure. I don't know. Or is that like saying, well, she's had a really good sense of humor? I don't think that they had such sarcasm in the. <laughs> she's, I bet she's really funny. Was sarcasm not invented back then? <laughs> it was then? not invented. It did not exist. I would like to hear all about the handsome ladies. Well, this is from uh, Barkham Burroughs, who wrote his Encyclopedia of Astounding Facts and Useful Information in 1889 and had a full chapter called The Secrets of Beauty. It says, uh, if women are to govern, control, manage, influence, and retain the adoration of husbands, fathers, brothers, lovers, or even cousins. Wait, 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 wait. Why do you want to get the attraction of your brother and cousin? Influence and retain the adoration of husbands, fathers, brothers, lovers, or even cousins. Influence, because your estate has been entailed. (laughs) Sarah. They must look their prettiest at all times. And so they gave some tips here that I thought maybe you guys could pay attention to and maybe, you know, incorporate into your everyday grooming. Uh, number one, bathe often. At least once a week. Oh, oh. on top of that. But That's what possible. I've been doing wrong. Are <laughs> <laughs> you bathing too little? But if possible, <laughs> a lady much. should take a plunge or sponge bath three times a week. I don't know what a plunge bath is. A dip, maybe? It's like a... In a cold brook? In a cold brook? In a stream? Yes. A running stream. That's what it is, Some running sort stream. sort of body of water. Well, there is another way that you can also bathe, and this is with a household cleaning solution and if you don't have soap you can use ammonia 
Oh. And it says, quote, any lady who has once learned its value will never be without it. Well, it's true. No one needs the top layer of their skin. That's true. Yeah. And it says just a capful or so in the bath works as well as soap and cleans oh. the pores as well as a bleach will do. Oh, an ammonia bath? Uh, mm-hmm. What is yeah, you got to clean that skin. You got to clean your pores. Oh, lady parts. This is like a Buffalo Bill like cleaning regimen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get real clean. You also Stick need to lotion in the basket. wash your eyes. <laughs> Nothing is as attractive wait, as a sparkling wait. eye. Wash your eye. Wash your eyes. Eyeballs? eyeballs. Wash your eyes. Does he have eye wash. The best way to achieve this is by dashing soap suds into them. <gasps> Apparently, at this point, <laughs> red rims, <laughs> watering eyes, are <laughs> all the rage. Now there are some different ways you can do this. If you don't, if soap suds is not your style, it says you can also uh, uh, also perfume dropped into the eyes is a reasonable ah! alternative. For the I'm same, my eyes. For the same bright-eyed look without the burn, half a dozen drops of whiskey and the same oh. quantity of eau de cologne eaten on a lump of sugar is quite as effective. Half, six drops of whiskey in your eyes? On a sugar cube? Wait, do you eat the whiskey? I'm thinking you eat the whiskey... On a sugar cube? Whiskey and cologne on a lump of sugar. <laughs> okay, I can get behind that one. So you have to eat cologne and whiskey. So you eat cologne. You don't put the cologne in your no, eyes. No, you no. But nope. you put the soap suds in your eyes. Clearly, yes. <laughs> to make them shiny. Yes. <laughs> Clean mm-hmm. to make okay. them shiny. <laughs> and not at all bloodshot or oh God, creepy, irritated. No. <laughs> Another note: Don't wash your hair, Sarah. This is good for you. Yeah. Mm, oh, I'm a yeah. Firm believer in that one. Water is injurious to the hair. Instead, wipe the dust of the previous day away on a towel. Oh. Okay. So I so we've been wasting all of this money on like shampoos and conditioners. We have to rub our heads with towels. With towels to get the dust of the day. Off. Our, our dust off. How dusty does your hair get? After My hair doesn't a, get pretty dusty. Day. Does okay. yours get dusty? No, no. Okay. No. Okay. Good to know. Thank Another you uh, tip: Never ever wash your face. <laughs> <laughs> Simply rub the skin with an ointment of glycerin. Oh, oh. And dry with a cl- with a cotton flannel. One beautiful lady is admired who had not washed her face for three years, yet it's always clean, rosy, sweet, and kissable. She looks like a saddle. (laughs) (laughs) Just as one would want to kiss their saddle. Also, and this is gross, don't wash your hands. (laughs) Never. Oh, of course not. A well-kept hand is soft, pale, and really, really dirty. Yes. This is real. This is a real article. Okay. Red hands can be relieved by soaking the feet in hot water as often as possible. So you soak your feet in water in order to, to relieve your hands of their red- of their redness because I, they're diseased. I, apparently, and you're not washing them? yes, they're okay. infected. Is what's going on there? Don't wash your hands. Um, Does it keep them supple and ladylike to not wash them? I love the apparently word supple. It does. Me too. Apparently, it does. Also, nothing says handsome lady like a lined eyelid. The proper solution is two drachms of nitric oxide of murk of mercury mixed with one of oh leaf mercury lard? Oh, what the hell Shit. so this is mixing oh, mercury and leaf lard and then you rub it on your eyes you rub it on your eyelids mercury with leaf lard okay the yes. leaf lard wouldn't hurt you leaf lard is just the yeah. it's the intestines it's it's the fat around the intestines it's what you use in pie crust okay Ni- which seems like a mercury. better place for it than on your face but you know yeah. mercury yeah mercury so you're not so much as putting eyeliner on as 
doing permanent damage to your eyelids and they're modeling. <laughs> that's pretty much what Maybe it is. Maybe that's why all those, you know, starlets had like the droopy eyelids because they were full because of mercury. <laughs> and, and whiskey. They <laughs> were frozen. They yes. were <laughs> impaired. <laughs> they could not blink anymore. Oh, the ma- um, <laughs> magic. Also, nice lips are essential to a woman's prettiness. As early as possible, a girl should begin thinking about the shape of her lips and how it might be improved. Because <laughs> clearly there's something wrong. It's figuring out what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Thin lips are easily modified by suction, which draws the blood to the surfaces. This is why we drink beers on a daily basis. <laughs> yes. And over time, produces a permanent inflation. Thick, ni- thick lips may be reduced by compression. But there are no instructions, I guess, for this procedure. Iron, perhaps? Maybe. Maybe. It's okay. possible. Two thick books just slapped upon them to weight them down. Finally... The best way to uh, maintain uh, maintain a handsome woman is to not be single. So, (laughs) 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 says whatever methods are used, it would be just as well to keep the knowledge of it from the gentleman. So you want to keep it a secret, but being married is better for the complexion. So apparently women who are married have better complexion. See this droopy eye and these blistered lips? (laughs) Mm -hmm. They came naturally. Mm Mm-hmm. I was born this way with this shiny, slick skin and dirty hair (laughs) (laughs) and mercury encrusted eyelids. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Greg. So there we go. Now you guys know. Now you guys know what you need to do. If this doesn't put me in a coma in a week, I I will look much prettier next week, I think. (laughs) I'm already pretty, though. I'm married, so I'm safe. There is one final one, actually, that I didn't cover. Um... It also says to make sure and maintain your... This guy's really big into eyes. You need to maintain your eyelashes by trimming them at least once a week. Say what? Yes. You have to... Wait, cut off your eyelashes? You have to trim them to a reasonable length. I thought they were supposed to be longer. Yeah. A reasonable length. Were Were people plagued with... Venus flight. Maybe well, they were you don't want time? you don't want unruly eyelashes. Unruly, unruly eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're confusing eyelashes with eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, that's the that's but clearly the eyelashes. most confusing. It that's says clearly eyelashes. the most confusing part of this entire article. Really big into the eyes, this guy. Okay. So make sure you put uh, perfume in your eyes or ammonia. I just feel like I don't have enough direction on how to care for my lady parts. That's the only thing that's not <laughs> All that matters out. is it's your eyes and your shiny face and your <laughs> your thin lips. And my thin lips. Okay. <laughs> and short eyelashes and mercury-drenched yeah. eyelids. And fix your ugly lips. That concludes this edition <laughs> of Helping Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Helping Ladies. Helping Ladies with Greg. <laughs> I think you've got a new segment there, Greg. <laughs> I think so. I'll dispense advice once a week. You should be a, consul- a consultant. <laughs> Health and beauty consultant for women only. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe people should send in their questions. And I'll, uh, you know what? Ladies, send in your questions. And I I'll, shit you not, I'll I bet you, you could get a job for um, writing for Cosmo. Oh, I just sure. found Seriously? This, dude, I found this article in there. That Have you ever, have you, please tell me you haven't, have you read that book, that Fifty Shades of Grey book? Oh my god, I have read part of it because apparently now that I have a kid, by law, someone has to give that book to me. (gasps) Did they give it to you? Yeah, they gave it to me, but I had to give it back. Like it's like, you know, some sort of secret password or something. It is... I shit you not, the worst written thing I've ever fucking read in my entire existence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have already talked about it. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. many times. But I found this thing, this article fucking by Cosmo. A. I shit you not. It's- 
I found this article talking about... It freezes um, my loins. Freezes them. Well, Cosmos... It's disgusting. It's jumping onto the bandwagon, and it has these... um, It has BDSM Cosmo tips for you to try after you're inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, What's what? BDSM? That's bo- something Bondage, sadomasochism. Masochism. BDSM. Dungeon. Here. Bondage dominatrix. Dom. Uh, BD. Bondage. Dominance. Sadomasochism. sadomasochism. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Bondage and discipline. Bangles. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't do hickeys. Bondage and discipline. Oh, discipline. That, okay. that would make sense. B and D is bondage and discipline. D and S is domination and submission. S and M, sadism and masochism. Okay. Well, wow. I found this one. Well, since we're since Kelly is a writer. A writer, yes. And Greg likes to give tips. I found uh, this one. I shit you not. This is from Cosmo. Giving their sex tips for you to try after you're inspired to spice up your love life after reading Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey. <laughs> One of their tips is. I know. Okay. (laughs) One of the tips from Cosmo, Cosmopolitan Magazine, which used to actually be worth a damn. One of them says, "Use your bra to bind his hands behind his back, then cover your nipples in yummy goodies and (laughs) command him to lick them off." Yummy yummy goodies. Yummy goodies. I don't know if he's supposed to lick off your nipples or the yummy goodies. Perhaps some leaf lard. Yes. All right, another uh, advice is um, from Cosmo. As you're writing him, clamp down on his earlobes with your fingers and then pull on them to rock yourself backward and forward. No. That's just annoying. I'm telling you, no. I don't think any guy wants that. Absolutely not. That's the last thing that you want. (laughs) (laughs) Clamp down on his earlobes? Yeah, rip on my ears. No, that's not. not, I'm going to say that's a. I don't think that's a bondage, yes. No, No. I think that's a bondage, no. Mm mm. I think that's the use case for a safe word right there. <laughs> so no clamping on the ear- clamping on anything actually sounds like it might be wrong. All right, another uh, word of advice from Cosmopolitan magazine is out at dinner massage him over his pants. Stop when he becomes hard. You want him to squirm through the meal like a 2-year-old who needs to pee. What? That's their descriptive <laughs> term? Like a 2-year-old who needs to pee. This is something new they've come up with. Like they never watched Flashdance. Like, no. come on. Is this written by a woman who doesn't know how I don't males think this woman work? has ever had sex before. I don't think so either. Because <laughs> so when a man's really excited, he pees, right? It's true. They pee that's inside a is. woman, and that's yeah. how you get a baby. That's, that's how I got pregnant. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is her? Why is why? that her reference? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Okay. All okay. right. Is, okay. Oh I'm. God. I'm. No. No. I'm more. cataloging these because I've got an anniversary coming up, and I want Fuckchop to be happy. Well, let me give you. Let me give you two <laughs> so more. I pull on his ears and make yank on his ears. Yank on his ears and make him pee like a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up, walk. No, haul ass over to the kitchen supply aisle. Purchase a silicone pastry brush and let him stroke all over your breasts and clitoris with it. I don't want a brush near my clitoris. Oh no, a silicone pastry brush would be fine. Is it's it not stabby? I don't know what it it's is. It's not stabby. It's soft. It's like it's like a barbecue brush. You know one of those newfangled barbecue brushes? It would be perfectly fine. All right. Well, the, but then that's a. That's I'm, a good I'm, I'm going to say that one's fine. I okay. mean, it's not. Although, y- I mean, you could use anything you had at hand. I don't think you would have to actually go buy. No, you have to go to Safeway and get a silicone brush. 
It's clearly or telling Kelly you might to do. have one. Yeah, you can borrow mine if you really want it. I've got a silicone basting brush, and, it's, and it works quite well, but I haven't put it to that test yet, apparently. All right, well, here's one more tip for your anniversary. Uh, you can put a bunch of loose change in the freezer for an hour, then tell him to slick your vulva with warming lube, then cover it with coins on the outside. The cold against the warm, incredible. Cold coins? Cold coins. Frozen coins on Frozen your vulva coins. after he's slicked it with warming lube. Oh, my. First of all, you have to buy warming lube, and then you have to freeze coins. This Which all seems like too much trouble. And that's sure hygienic. That sounds gross. <laughs> coins? Why don't you just lick a dollar bill? <laughs> just shove it somewhere. Yeah. I don't just know. Just put it Hold somewhere. It. Some origami. <laughs> I don't know. That'll be hot, won't it? Coins? Really? Coins. Frozen coins. Um... Put your loose change in the freezer for an hour. Because, you know, it can't be any change. It has to be your loose change. Okay, so this is like... Why does it have to be change? <laughs> and this was actually under the like the the, he- the headline of BDSM? Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, also, finally, and I am reading this exactly as it was written by a writer who was hired to write for Cosmopolitan Magazine. <sighs> Instruct your man to wrap your chest and torso in plastic wrap and touch you through it. The muted what? sensation feels amaze balls. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God, that is exactly what it's Please like. describe this one one more time. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to have sex again because I keep hearing the word amaze like, balls in my head. Yeah, this sounds like I'm a. I'm just going to chuck frozen coins like at a someone. Kidnapping fantasy thing. Instruct him to wrap your chest and torso in plastic wrap and touch you through it. The muted sensation feels amaze balls. Why don't you just. How is that different than like a shirt or something? I'm not understanding. Um, because obviously through a shirt, Spread it doesn't her feel chest amazing. With rubber cement. <laughs> How much time does this person slowly peel it away? <laughs> How much time does this person spend in the kitchen it aisle feels for this? Junktastic. Seriously, they're just like turning the <laughs> kitchen aisle into their own like Next fucking stick, porn uh, thing. Aluminum foil, basting brush. You know, as much as this disgusts us because it's so pointless, imagine the poor BDSM community. That has to endure this shit now. <laughs> this is true. It's like the goths yeah. with the vampire kids, like everybody loving yeah. Twilight and all that shit. And the poor goths are like, what about us? I mean, think about the BDSM community and what they, people are throwing coins on twats now. <laughs> and they're like, for Christ's sake. Spare dirty change. We have like centuries of sensual, you know, like history built up. And you fuckers are throwing like. Cold Loose coins change. and <laughs> silicone goddamn basting brushes. It's just not right. It's not right. I feel bad for the BDSM community. My God, they must just be. It's just it's a sad, sad day for the kinky fucks. It's sad. <laughs> it really day. is. We are so sorry, kinky fucks, because Cosmo is now giving tips for how to be sexier. Okay. Well. Wow. So I'm, there you go. There's some tips. I know. I'm going to get a. I'm going to get Some a recyclable a grocery bag and <laughs> um, put a couple items in for my anniversary. Root and through your pockets, find your spare change. Uh-huh. That way he will love yeah. me again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure if I have enough saran wrap, oh. my husband will love me again. <laughs> oh, God, that's even more. That's so sad. For somebody who's reading this article, seriously, like, how can I get I John can, to love me? I can do it again. I can't. <laughs> This is giving me the tips I need to hang on to my husband. If not, maybe some ammonia. Some whiskey Cold coins at me. Sugar cubes. <laughs> oh. <coughs> okay. Okay. So, um, saving relationships one person at a time.
I think Greg's advice was better. <laughs> really? But you, Honestly, but yeah. Cosmo of the two. <laughs> and Greg. <laughs> as a Greg's man, advice though, from 1889 man, is better. The woman is like, I'm going to give you a night you'll never forget. And she pulls out silicone basting brush. Well, yanking on my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yanking on your ears. You're like, really? Attempting to wrap herself in plastic wrap. So, yeah. Yeah. I know you guys have talked to us about this, though, that the Heathman is actually now has. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Holy God. Maybe I, a lot of them think it's amaze balls. It's probably amaze balls. Amaze balls. It's hard someone, to even say that. Someone our mother's age just saying amaze balls and throwing around frozen, <laughs> frozen <laughs> coins yeah. on, her, on her steaming hot vulva. <laughs> oh, God. I love that you have to buy two uh, things to make that happen. Some warming gel. Like, it's not enough to have your Let's own Let's just use vulva. some ice. No. <laughs> I don't, wouldn't it stick? I don't know. Maybe wow. the frozen coins aren't I mean, as sticky as the ice. Seen, I mean, you've seen Christmas yeah. Story. Like, I just get visions yeah. of... Yeah. I don't think it's that cold. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I know why we're debating this. Yeah. <laughs> because. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Does anyone know if ice will stick to vulvas? <laughs> <laughs> Please answer us Please right let now. let us know. <laughs> Goose call 503-575-9120. Don't forget our Amaze Balls Network Listener Party. Oh no. That's gonna be no. happening. No, no, no. <laughs> no soup no, for no. Sarah. <laughs> no. no soup for Sarah. No, September twenty second. If you're coming in from out of town, you can get a special deal at Jupiter Hotel for the weekend. Just register online at jupiterhotel.com. Enter in the promo code GEEK. Yes. It's amazeballs. It's an amazeballs room. My sister did it. Her and uh, her husband, it's their anniversary coming up, and they're staying two nights there. Oh, really? Did you send her these tips? I sure did send her the t- Oh, God. I don't think I want to tell my sister Ew. to throw some you coins just in the post freezer. It, post it on her Facebook page. Let him yeah, wrap you your body should. in saran wrap. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie hey, sis, Fried I've Green Tomatoes? I've got a few tomatoes? extra quarters for you. Yes. Okay, in Fried Green Tomatoes, like uh, Kathy Bates is like a sad, like middle-aged woman who's trying to get her husband to love her, and, <gasps> and she, she does, does wrap, wrap herself. In, okay, so am I right You're here? Right. She wrap. She actually does wrap herself in saran wrap, and he says, "You're crazy," and yeah. is not attracted and leaves. I don't know why you would be attracted to making it look like you're trying to kill someone. It Basically, it's like, like, yeah. it's like... It's like Dexter! Some, yeah. Hot! Yeah. Like, who has a Dexter fantasy? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna wrap you in Oh, if I wrap. just move that up six inches, I could smother you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if someone is turned on by that, it's probably not the person you want to be around. Yeah, but then again, this is like the, somebody who likes to be dominated. That's why they like to get like handcuffed and beaten and shit. But see, that's yeah, not even ha- being handcuffed. Fantasy. That's not even that's being little... handcuffed and beaten and shit. Yeah, yeah Dexter fantasy is a little I, different. I mean, that sounds hotter than the shit they just came up <laughs> yeah. with. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of frozen weird. pennies on a vagina. It's just sad. What if it's like pennies? It's not even quarters. It's like everybody should be like how dollars changes. It's like I don't want dirty change down there. No, no dirty change on the vag. No. If you'd like to go see Blondie and Devo, <laughs> go to our Facebook page where we have a competition up right now, and you can enter to win it. So I'm saying go there, enter to win tickets to go see Blondie and Devo this Saturday. Yes. Courtesy of Sleep Country Amphitheater. And Kelly is a is a writer. Kelly, where could we read your writing? You can read my writing in Willamette Week, in Portland Monthly, um, and other assorted places. I will let you know. But you can always go to kellyclarkwordpress.com. Uh, yes. And you can find out what I'm doing right now. And it, it may involve coins or vulvas. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> we heard about one of your upcoming articles. Sounds pretty titillating. I know. <laughs> it involves <laughs> snack cakes. Oh, not those kind of snack cakes. Scandalous. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to make it sound hotter. It involves crunchy good. snacks. Because that's the kind of way I roll. You mean like tasty goodies? Uh, tasty goodies. That one can put. I there. don't know if you could put those tasty goodies where they were supposed to be put, but soup. 
soup. <laughs> but yeah, I write for all sorts of places. I think we've done enough damage for today. Kelly, thank you for coming. Yes, in. thank you, oh, Kelly. Oh, my pleasure. It's got to be more than you know, like or less than a year. This next time. Oh, we can we can make that happen. All right, I'll good. report back after my anniversary and let you know how everything went. <laughs> all right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, let's have a bunch of girls on tomorrow too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>